It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, here we go again. Another injury. Another prolonged absence of an important player. Another frustrating, frustrating, frustrating break of just terrible, rotten, no good luck. There's a basketball game. Match played well. Not well enough to win. But uh, that's not the news of the day, is it? Let's get to it. It's another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is November 30th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 101-96. to And what was a pretty good game that was lost exactly how you want this team to lose games. Unfortunately, that was not the only loss the Magic had this day. The Atlanta Magic also lost Jalen Suggs to a fractured thumb. He will be out an extended period of time, uh, likely at least a month, probably a bit longer, as the Orlando Magic face another huge injury and why that's going to hamper this team and its growth. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do that, I want to thank you all for making Lock the Magic part of your day every day. Whether you listen to us right when we come out, right when we post to our, our feed, during your lunch break, during your workout, on the way home, Wherever you work, wherever and whenever you listen to Lockdown Magic, we truly appreciate you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. Today's podcast is also brought to you by, if my copy will load, um, is also brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Check out Truebill today. So, look, I'd love to sit here and break down what the Magic did and did not do right in their loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I would love to sit down here and break down, you know, the decisions that were made in crunch time. What, what, you know, Franz Wagner uh, did or did not do with the ball in his hands and, and what was a really, really good game for him. I'd love to sit here and tell you about all the great things the Orlando, or lead off at least, because we will talk about it. Um, I would love to lead off with the things the Orlando Magic did well to break free from a 16-point deficit uh, and climb back into this game and take the lead. I'd love to sit here and tell you about all the good things Orlando did, especially in that second half against Philadelphia to put themselves uh, in a really good position to win. I'd love to sit here and talk about all that. But unfortunately, that's not the news of the day. The news of the day is Jalen Suggs' injury. With about four minutes to play in the fourth quarter of what was a close game, Jalen Suggs went driving along the uh, and 
Jo- Joel Embiid swi- swiped down on the ball, hitting him in the in the hand. There's no foul call, nor probably should there have been, but um, Suggs clearly was uncomfortable, was made uncomfortable by the move, um, and immediately went to grab his hand. Um, he was taken out of the game at the next dead ball. He did try to play through it. Um, he was, but he was really holding onto his hand and really gripping his hand. Um, he was taken out the next dead ball and, again, was revealed at first to have a strained thumb, um, but then re- then after some imaging revealed to have a fractured thumb. Um, obviously, just not ideal in any way. Obviously, not the way the Magic wanted this game to go, not the way they wanted things to go down, and certainly a, a big loss for this team. We'll get into some of the details of that loss coming up. But from just a emotional and kind of cultural place, like, look, Jalen Suggs hasn't had the greatest rookie season. Um, he hasn't been the best player in the league. He hasn't been the best player, best rookie in the league. He hasn't been the best player on this team. Uh, but he's still been extremely vital. Um, part of that is that he, part of that is that he, uh, um, you know, is still such a good defender. Um, the part of that is the Magic don't have any other point guards. Um, but part of that is still just the hope that is placed within him um, and the hope that um, that the Magic still have for Jalen Suggs and, and who he can be and what he can ultimately deliver for this team. Um, it is frustrating to say the least that, that the Magic will be without Suggs for uh, this long. Um, for for any period of time, to be perfectly honest, it is frustrating to say the least that that Suggs isn't going to be on the floor um, for these important minutes and these important moments, um, and that the Magic are going to struggle without him um, for a lot of reasons. Um, but more importantly, it's frustrating that he's not going to get this valuable time to grow, this valuable time to get better. Um, you know, I, I think he could still learn a lot. I think he could still learn a lot by watching. I think we will see an improved Jalen Suggs when he returns to the court in, you know, a month or two, if, if that. Um, but still, there's no substitute for playing. And as much as Suggs needs to slow down, he, he's not going to slow down as he can without playing, without actually being in games and, and, and going through the ups and downs that come with being sped up. With, with having to, to handle this. Um, this is a tough moment for the Magic. And this is a, this is a turning point in the season um, in, in many ways. Again, the game on, on Monday was a good one. Um, as the Magic have played some rough games of late, um, it looked like it was going to be a rough one again Monday, Monday uh, night. The first quarter was just an abomination. They, they were down 31-19. They trailed by as much as 16 they turned the ball over all over the place. Didn't look like they could hit a shot or get an open shot. Um, the defense was just allowing everything that Philadelphia wanted. There's no control over the pace of the game. Um, and, and again, it's a credit to the Magic that they were able to kind of reel things back in uh, and make it a, a game or, or keep the deficit where it was at. It's like I've said, this Magic team just has minutes where they're 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 giving nothing, where they're just getting nothing um, out of them. Um, you know, or nothing positive out of them. Um, and, and that's where these deficits grow. And, and it was the starters at the beginning of this game, but certainly the bench didn't help. And and, and Magic looked like they were going to take another blowout loss. Um, so kudos to them for fighting and 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 keeping keeping in the game. Um, the Magic 
played some really good defense in the second half. Um, they played, they really got into their zone. They played with a lot more intensity, a lot more energy, uh, and they were able to, they were able to kind of get into the game that way. Um, and and that's 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 the reality of the thing. Um, the Magic were able to really get into the game that way, uh, but obviously that's that's not enough. Um, you know, again. Uh, you can't play a 40 minute game and, and and expect to win most nights. And and Orlando did a good job. You know, Suggs had some really good moments. Vog, Franz Wagner was so good. Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba played some fantastic interior defense. The Magic got some energy from their defense. Um, they were able to get out and transition a lot, and that helped them climb back into the game. They went on a 13 3 run at the beginning of the third quarter to take the lead. Um, and from there, it was a game. And again, this is what you want to see. Uh, you know, my big complaint about the Magic so far this season is we have not seen enough close games. Um, that th- these fourth quarters have been largely irrelevant. Uh, and, and that can't continue for this team. They've got to be playing in close games. They've got to feel the pressure. they got to feel the hurt of some of these losses. We can't be sitting here saying a 60-point comeback, a close loss is a moral victory. No. Like, yes, for now it, it might be. Yes, for now it's a sign that the team is doing some better things and, 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 and on the right track. But again, it's about the progression of it. It's about getting better and better and better and better and better and better and making these kinds of performances more consistent to the point where, okay, being close isn't enough. It's about having a chance to win and actually winning some games. Um, so, I, you know, I, I thought Mobamba's comments after the game was like, we, we can't count moral victories. Moral victories are not enough. But this was a moral victory in that sense, that the Magic... We're able to stay competitive. The Magic were able to stay in the game. And the Magic gave themselves a chance to win. Um, it was tied with about a, two minutes ago um, when the Magic started making some really bad mistakes. Mo Bamba fouled Joel Embiid to, to allow him to take the lead at the free throw line. Franz Wagner didn't read a pick and roll properly, ended up taking a wild three and missing. Mo Bamba then fouled Tyrese Maxey, uh, and that led to a free throw, and that made it a four-point game. And then the Magic were chasing with too little time left on, on the clock. Again, it's those mental errors, those mistakes have to be cleaned up. Those execution mistakes have to be cleaned up, but the only way to clean them up is to be in these close games. And and that's really, 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 really important. And if that's what the Magic get out of this game, then that's what the Magic get out of this game. Um, Orlando, again, showed their defense can be a catalyst, can be a kickstarter, um, especially with their starting group, no matter who that starting group is, as long as Wendell and... Nowhere playing with energy and Franz Wagner is playing effectively. That they're they're they they're, they can um and they can give teams some trouble. They've obviously got to get there, and and that's remaining the biggest challenge for the team. It's only going to get greater with the injuries that the team is facing. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers defeat the Orlando Magic one hundred one to ninety six. Um, obviously, again, the big news, the big loss is Jalen Suggs. We'll talk more about that, what that, what the impact of that is, as well as um, going into the box score of Monday's game coming up here in, in just. But first, a quick word from our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials are without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. 
Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and helps save them more than $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's run through the box. Uh, first, before we run into the box score, uh, I want to thank everyone again for making Lockdown Magic part of their day every day, whether you're your first listen of the day, whether you're listening to us at lunch, right when we get right when we upload, right when we got right when you can download us. Whenever you listen to us, we truly appreciate you for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every single day. Remember, we're available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. You definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our goal is to hit 300 subscribers by Christmas. We're at 225-ish. So definitely tell your friends. We'll be doing some live stuff, especially with the West Coast trip coming up. Um, we'll try and do some live pregame shows, some live stuff, so we can get some interaction with you on the show as well. It's one of the best things about this platform. Uh, but let's run through the final box score for you real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 101 to 96. Um, we'll get to Jalen Suggs' game here toward the end, but Franz Wagner, holy crap, that was a great game. Sorry for the language. Um, Franz Wagner, 27 points, 11 for 24 shooting, 1 for 5 from deep, 4 for 6 from the foul line, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, I personally, you know, I, I'll say this. I was wrong about Franz Wagner. Um, I personally did not think Franz Wagner had this game in him. And the fact that he's had multiple high-scoring, like 20-plus, 25-plus point games already um, is, is a, a pleasant surprise, but... Um, be proving a lot of people wrong about what his potential is and what he could do. Um, Wagner just works really well. It doesn't matter where you place him. As long as you can function a little bit, as long as you you create a gap for him, he's going to take it and he's going to find a way to score. Um, he just the, it, It's not even just that he's scoring 27 points. It's the way he's scoring them. Um, in transition, he has a really good Euro step. He does a really good job knowing how to get in the lane, but then has incredible touch to slow down. Uh, and, and hit that shot. And his control of pace, especially off the dribble, has been really, really impressive. Um, you know, again, I don't think he's quite a point guard, although I think we'll be seeing a lot of point forward Franz Wagner here coming up. Um, I don't think he's quite that. But he just has just a really good sense of when to slow down, when to speed up, and, and kind of how to maneuver himself uh, around the lane. Um, Franz Wagner has been so impressive. Just extremely, extremely, extremely impressive. Um, and, and and again, there is just very, very little, um, very, very little that 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 you could be upset about with Franz Wagner. He has just blown away every single expectation. This was this was probably his best game. 
even in the first quarter when the Magic were struggling to score, he was kind of keeping the team afloat uh, with his ability to get into the lane and finish around the basket. Um, just, again, incredible touch. Uh, and, and then in the third and fourth quarters, Wagner was the guy carrying this team and really making a huge impact as well. Gary Harris with a nice game, 16.6 for 11, shooting three for eight from beyond the arc, five rebounds, two assists. Um, Magic fans have been giving Gary Harris a lot of uh, mess, uh, you know, just a lot of criticism throughout the course of the season. And I'm not saying all of it is unmerited. Um, I, I think Harris has struggled a lot with a shot, a lot more than we expected. He has not been kind of the good veteran, the good, solid, consistent veteran, but the, over the last maybe three, four games, he's starting to come around. Um, so, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say here, give Gary Harris a second chance, give this guy a second chance. You don't really have a choice at this point. Um, I, I thought he had, a. I thought he said two really strong games in a row. Um, yes. Early in the game, maybe struggled with the shot selection, certainly struggled defensively, but when he locked in, he was pretty good. Um, and, and so I think that, I think that Harris, you know, if this is the Gary Harris we're getting, um, again, shot selection is a big thing. As long as he's shooting open threes, as long as he's shooting kind of nice one or two dribble pull-ups, not forcing three-pointers, then I think all is fine. Then I think everything is okay with Gary Harris. Um, he's, you know, obviously he's got to bring the defense and that, that's got to be more consistent. But this is a really good Gary Harris game, and, and I think we can avoid the Gary Harris slander um, for just a little bit longer. Um, Mo Bamba, I thought, also had a really nice game. 11 points, 17 rebounds, 6 blocks, 5 for 11 shooting. Um, Bamba was doing a really good job, especially getting in the paint, being a presence in the paint. That's that's something that I think we all want to see Mo Bamba do more of, um, just being a presence in the paint. Second half, first half, he really struggled, um, especially dealing with Andre Drummond. Um, but second half, I thought, you know, again, maybe still struggled a little bit on the glass. I know he had 17 rebounds, but um, still struggled a little bit to keep Andre Drummond off the glass. But overall, second half, especially, just dominated the paint. Um, blocked shots, was a menace, was a presence, just really kept Philadelphia from getting to the rim without a, without a strong contest. Um, and, and so I think, Mo, I, again, it, it can't, it's not about points. It's not about anything else. It's about being a presence. And I really like that Mo on offense even went into the post and went onto the block as well. Wendell Carter had a better defensive game than offensive game. Eight points, 12 rebounds, four for 11 shooting, 0 for six from deep. Uh, finally for the Magic, Jalen Suggs, 17 points, five for 13 shooting, six right from the foul line, five assists, just two turnovers. For Jalen Suggs, um, look, I know the numbers aren't quite getting there. Uh, I know the shooting numbers are still kind of poor. Jalen Suggs is getting there, guys. Um, you know, I, I, and that's really honestly the most disappointing thing about his injury um, is it, it it did really feel like Jalen Suggs had turned not necessarily a full corner, but had turned a corner and was starting to play with more consistency. Was starting to play um, with uh, just just better flow, better tempo just doing everything that the Magic will need him to do. Um, I, I I really liked Jalen Suggs' game. I, I won't lie. I really liked the game that he played and and how he how he managed the game. Um, you know, he's a lot more patient on his drives. He's not getting stuck as much. His shot selection is getting better. Um, you know, again, maybe some shot selection at the rim and some finishing at the rim uh, requires a little bit more touch, and that's going to be obviously tough to work on now um, for the next few months. Uh, for the next month or so, but um, I really did feel like Suggs was turning a corner and, and this was a really nice game from him. And so it's disappointing to see that he will have to miss time because of it. Um, Orlando shoots 41.1% from floor, eight for 33 from beyond the arc. Just a really gritty defensive game, only 12 turnovers, which is impressive considering they had like half of them in the first quarter. Um, Philadelphia 
shoots 40.2% from four, 30.3%, 10 for 33 from beyond the arc. They have 12 offensive rebounds. Ledin scoring by Seth Curry with 24. Tobias Harris adds 17. Joel Embiid with 16 points, 13 rebounds. Andre Drummond off the bench, 7 points, 12 rebounds, 6 offensive rebounds. That was one of the big sticking points for this team during this game. The Orlando Magic again to the Philadelphia 76ers, 101-96. to Obviously, a disappointing loss and obviously more losses than just that um, in this game. We'll talk a little bit more about what that loss means and how the Magic survive now with all the injuries that they're facing. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from pals at Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this week, this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LIGHTON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. So here we are again. Um, we've been here before. We were here last year. We've been really the last two seasons have been defined by injuries, whether it was Jonathan Isaac's uh, knee injury in the middle of the 2020 season, whether it's just Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz's injury last year, whether it's the start of this season already. Um, this this team has been defined by injuries now for three straight years. Um and obviously, you know, I, I think there's obviously been a lot of questions about the medical staff with the prolonged recoveries for Jonathan Isaac, um, especially. Um, but injuries are random. That's the truth. Injuries are completely random. Jalen Suggs, there's no amount of prep work Jalen Suggs to do to prevent J- Joel Embiid from breaking his thumb. That's just, that's just the reality. But... Nonetheless, the Magic have to find a way through, have to push through, have to find uh, find their find their way. The games do not stop, and the other team does not care. The unfortunate reality is for this Magic team, it, it, it's not about wins and losses. It's about development. Um, and so, again, wins are good. Wins are a sign of development. But the Magic need to develop their players, and they need to develop their players in the way 
they want to play them. So more than anything else, you know, losing Jalen Suggs not only means that they lose a key player that they want to develop, um, a key player that they believe will be part of this team's future. They lose as well a they lose a point guard, a guy who sets the table, who organizes the team. And as imperfect as Jalen Suggs has been in that role, it still put everyone in the roles they want. You know, again, why I lost like Mondays, frankly, I don't go crazy over. Um, you know, it's not like the losses to Chicago or anyone else or Milwaukee or anything like that. The Magic took a little bit of lead, got down big because their bench was not good enough. The starters played well enough to win and got put in a clutch situation that they struggled with, and that's okay. It's okay to have clutch failures like that. Close games are coin flips at the end of the day. Um, and so essentially they lost this game because their bench just isn't good enough. And I can live, I can live with that. This year I can live with, with the depth being a problem because, frankly, a lot of those players on that bench unit are not important to this team's future. The fact that the Magic starting lineup has played so well is a really good sign for this team and its development. But now there is less of that group playing together. Now, now there is less of that time on the floor together. Now there is less of that experience. Not only less of that experience, but now guys are going to have to play roles that they may not be meant for with this team. Franz Wagner is going to have to play point guard. He's going to have to handle the ball. And while I think there, there will be some valuable um, experimenting, and I think experimenting is fine this season, that's not where they want Franz Wagner. Not at all. Wendell Carter is probably going to have to play more out of the high post as a fulcrum in the offense with cutters moving off of him. Again, I'm fine with that experimenting. If that creates some invention, by all means, try it out. But that's probably not how the team wants him to play. The point guard position specifically is a really tough one to lose so much depth at. And the Magic experienced this last year when they had to run Aaron Gordon at the point for a little while uh, with all the injuries they faced at point guard. But being down ball handlers like Jalen Suggs, like Cole Anthony, like Etwan Moore, like Michael Carter-Williams, that's four ball handlers. Michael Mulder is probably going to have to start games. Being down that many ball handlers is killer. It's about organization. It's about being in the right spots at the right time. And that's something this Magic team isn't going to have reliably for a little while. For at least a month, which is what? 10, 15 games? Another quarter of the season? It's a frustrating reality indeed for this match team, especially during this most difficult part of the schedules. We're coming toward the end, uh, coming you know up on the midway point of the gauntlet here, um, ahead of a big West Coast road trip. It's difficult. It's really hard. And more importantly, it's, it's going to be really hard to get a fair evaluation of this team, to know exactly what they have over these next few months. The Magic's goals this season weren't wins and losses. It was to see development and growth. What I've stated, what I believe the goals for this Magic team are, is 
to show the outlines of the team they want to be. We want to see who this team can become as they continue to add more players, as they continue to build, as they continue to grow together. This is year one of a rebuild. It's, it's not about the results. It's about the hope and, and, and the belief in what this group can become. It For the next month, we're not going to see that. For the next month, you know, until maybe Cole Anthony comes back, um, which, you know, could be today, could be tomorrow, who knows? The Magic aren't practicing today. Um, until that happens, everyone's going to be kind of off kilter and off balance. You know, uh, the Magic last year had by far the most games lost to injury. This year, they already are lapping the league in games lost to injury. And some of that is they've had four players miss the first quarter of the season. Literally, four players missed the first quarter of the season due to injury. Obviously, Jonathan Isaac and Marco Fultz, but Michael Carter-Williams needs one more as well. It's hard to learn much when a team isn't able to ask players or the players it intends to play. It's hard to learn much about this group and what they can be when so many are missing. And you're playing, you know, frankly, no offense to those guys. Frankly, playing some players that aren't NBA players or aren't consistent NBA players. You know, Ignaz Prasdikis had to play six minutes last night. The Magic had a lead when he entered the game and lost it when he came out. At a critical moment in the second half. Um, and they're going to have to play Ignaz Prasdikis a lot more and probably as a ball handler in some instances. And as a playmaker in some instances, which he is not, 100% is not that. It's going to be tough for the Orlando Magic for the next month. Um, there's there's no denying it. Missing subs, um, at least until Markel comes back, at least until Cole comes back, is going to be a huge hit for this team. But the schedule moves on. The team has to find a way. The team has to find a way to make this period of the season productive. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcast. Sit your tune in. Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore me Southern Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Now go make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Again, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Magic Daily and Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Ross and We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.